A very good morning to all of you. I want to greet you in Jesus' name. I want to especially greet all the pastors and uh, leaders who have come from different places, who have been with us. We have had a wonderful time together in our uh, consultation. Uh, and uh, as sons of the house, we have been enjoying the fellowship that we have had. So I want to ask all of uh, you who have come from different places, can you please stand so that we give you a special welcome? Okay, let's greet our pastors and our leaders. Thank you so much. You may be seated. May the Lord uh, richly bless you, equip you, and uh, use you mightily as you continue with your work. Today I want to share with you a word that uh, we find in the book of uh, Revelation very prominent and uh, in different other scriptures. But let me read first of all from the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 6. The Bible says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. There's a good blessing here waiting for all of us, a promise given to us that we will be filled provided we are developing a hunger and a thirst for the things of God. <clears throat> Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 13 reads, My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns, that cannot hold water. This was a word to the people of Israel in the Old Testament, and uh, it is a word that really, uh, in, in a very short sentence, actually highlights what has gone wrong with the people of Israel at that time. And I think it's important for us to learn from mistakes that others have made before us that we do not make the same mistake. Now let me take you to the book of John chapter 4 and verse 9. John chapter 4 and verse 9. The Bible reads here, the woman was surprised for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who, ask, who, who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water and I would give you living water. Let us pray. Lord our God, we want to thank you so much for this wonderful day that you have given to us, and we pray, Lord, that you speak to us through your word. Thank you, Lord, that uh, you communicate the needs that we have very clearly, and help us, Lord, that we are hearing your word, and that we are taking it to heart, and that we take action as we are hearing and understanding your word. To you be the glory, Lord. Let us uh, be able to follow that, the train of thought that you are going to give us today. And Lord, let us be able to drink from the springs of living water. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 
As we all know, life is altogether impossible without water. We have all heard the sentence, water is life. And where there is no water, there will be deserts, okay? There are many desert places, and uh, you know, like if you look at the Sahara Desert, uh, that is a huge, huge uh, real estate of land, which is full of sand, which is full of uh, uh, dryness, and uh, not much is gonna grow there, un unless maybe in certain small places where there is water. So no water means no planting, no harvest, no growth. We have got deserts in different places of the world, and it's very interesting, you know, that whenever there should be rain, even in a desert, immediately things turn green. So you, you understand there is, there is seed in the ground, but without water, it cannot grow. So we understand that water is absolutely necessary for anything to flourish, for anything to grow. We all know when, when we are living during the dry season, everything becomes brown. All the green grass is disappearing, you know, uh, maybe just in small places where water is found, but otherwise it's dry. But once the first rain comes, you will quickly see how everything is turning green once again. That's what the, the difference water makes, okay? So water is very important for our nature. Water is, is for anything. But water is necessary for you here because water is life, okay? And do you know that as human beings, we are made up between 60, 65 to 75% of water, okay? about 65 plus uh, percent of your body weight is pure water. Imagine. And if you are losing 4% of that, of that uh, water, if you're dehydrated, that means 4%, if you lose 4% of water in your body, you are being dehydrated, okay? And then you are not okay. Actually, a lot of people are dehydrated without knowing it. They're not drinking enough water. You know, drinking more water keeps you more healthy, keeps you, keeps you flourishing. So, you know, think about that. Actually, uh, the, the, the doctors tell us, you know, that uh, an adult person should at least drink two liters of water every day. That will keep you going. Now, just calculate how much, how much liquid, how much water are you drinking in a day. Most of us, we won't get two liters. And very often we feel not 100% good, not 100% well, because of all kinds of different things. And it could be just that you have not enough water. So if you lose 4% of your, of your you know, liquid in your body, then you are dehydrated. If you lose 15%, it will be fatal, okay? That means you're close to death or you're dying. So imagine how important water is in every one of our lives. 83% of our blood is water. 75% of our brain is water. 75% of our muscles is water. Even your bones, 
are made up of 22% of water. So can you imagine how important water is in your body? You know, if you are drying out, you're gonna die. That is true in the natural. That is true, you know, in, in agriculture. If there is no water, things are going to dry up, they're going to die. What is true for the spiritual, I mean, what is true in the natural is also true for the spiritual dimension, okay? Now, of the word of God, okay? It's uh, that which is the resource of heaven, the resource of God that flows from within uh, the, the very spring of the living water, which is Christ, okay? And like some people are not hydrated well enough, there are many people today who are not understanding their need for the water of life, okay? For the word of the living God. So natural science, we can understand. And we may not our head, but sometimes we won't still do it. But we miss so often the spiritual dimension. We miss so often how much we require the word of the Lord, okay? The water of life. Water keeps us going, okay? And you know, this water is really what we must understand better. And we want to take a bit of time to get a little bit a deeper understanding from the word of God. Now, the dilemma that we see amongst the people of God in the Old Testament and truly also in the New Testament is that the people were not utilizing what was given to them, okay? The spring of living water. That's what we read very clearly here in the book of Jeremiah. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water. And they have dug their own systems, broken systems that, that cannot hold water. You see, this is very typical for our time. Jesus is the spring of living water. He is the word of God that has come and has revealed himself in the flesh as our savior, Jesus Christ. He is the one who has given us life in himself. And you know, he is providing nourishment for our souls every single day. It's available for us every day. Now, unfortunately, you know, we see being put aside. And even for people who are followers of Jesus, we seem like there's so many other more important things that we have to do than actually getting occupied with the word of God. Actually, you know, becoming thirsty and hungry for the things of God. So, this scripture tells us that the people of Israel have rejected the true source of living water, that is God, okay? And instead, they made themselves cisterns that could not hold water. And this is very true even today. You know, today, we see that we may just sideline the source of living water, Jesus Christ. And then we have got all kind of other systems that we are trying to depend on. 
I mean, in the world, you see that people are following all kind of different uh, sources where they find meaning in, you know, culture, philosophies, uh, reasoning, technology. There's so many things that people do today because they think, you know, this is going to give me meaning. This is going to give me uh, uh, some kind of a satisfaction. And, and God says these things, you know, they may be there, but they cannot really hold water. They cannot really give you what you need. What you need is the source of living water that comes from the throne of God. Everything else is not going to satisfy your inner being. It's God who has created us, and only God can sustain us. The things of this world cannot sustain us. Even our best thoughts cannot sustain us. We need the very word of the Lord. So we do manufacture a lot of things, and there's nothing wrong with manufacturing, but we must not depend on the stuff which we manufacture as the source for our life, because it will all together fall short of the glory of God. So mankind is busy to derive some kind of purpose out of dead structures. You know, we see this everywhere in the world. You know, people, they find their fulfillment in all kinds of, uh, trying to fulfill their lives with so many different uh, stuff. Uh, and and, and they're they are getting very excited about what, what they have been able to follow. And yet, at the end of the day, these things can never satisfy. Now, we need to get a true revelation, a true river of life. Let me just take you to the book of Revelation, chapter 22. Revelation 22, verse 1 says, Then the angel of the Lord showed me a river with water, with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street, each side, on each side of uh, the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, with a fresh crop every month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him. And they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads. And there will be no more night there. No need for lambs or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign forever and ever. Then the angel said to me, everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angels to tell his servants what will happen soon. So what we need to do is really have a close look at what God is revealing to us. You know, uh, it's important for us to have a clear understanding, a clear revelation from the Lord about the river of life, okay, the spring of living water. 
because it's not altogether clear these days, okay? Not even in Christian circles. You know, we come together, we have a lot of good time, as we call it. You know, in, in many churches, uh, we, we may be spending three hours. That is going to lead and, and, and dancing, and then we may have just a few, a few minutes' word of God. That is going to leave you dried out, hungry, okay? Because singing and dancing does not give you what you need inside. You need the flow of the living water. So we see here that the angel showed me a river with the water of life. Okay, so in other words, we need to get a revelation that God sends to us, opening up our eyes. And I think this is very important today because we have substituted the word of God in so many ways. You know, we have allowed so many other things to creep into our life, to creep into our personal life, or even creep into our churches, that we are not finding enough time for the Word of God. Many people are dehydrated in the spiritual sense, okay? Now, this is true in the natural. Many people just don't drink enough, okay? And then they may feel weak, you know, they may, may feel like, like uh, their bones are not working because, you know, everything in our body needs water. Everything that we have needs water, okay? And without that water, we are, we are going to feel sick. We are not feeling okay. You know, water helps our breathing. Water helps to absorb nutrients in our body. Water removes the waste in our body. You know, whatever we are taking into our body, you know, uh, it goes through the body and water flushes out all the unnecessary stuff. And if that is not working, you can die. That's why, you know, we have kidneys to remove the stuff that, that means you, you, you cannot survive. Water regulates our temperature that we are not too hot and not too cold, okay? You know, have you ever thought why, why would we keep our temperature always about the same degrees, 36, 37 degrees? If it goes beyond that, then you're sick. If it goes below that, then something is not okay. Okay, so water keeps our temperature. You know, it's, it's very interesting, you may be uh, out in the cold when it's very, very cold around you. You know, I, I remember, uh, one time we were, we were uh, coming from Zambia where we had about nearly 40 degrees Celsius, okay? Then we went to, to Germany and there was a, a minus 15, minus 20 degrees at one time or the other. You know, it was very, very cold. Now, can you imagine the difference of, of, of temperature? But the body is always keeping its temperature. It's well regulated. And water is one of, the, one of the things that God has given to us in order to keep our body regulated to a certain temperature, okay? Of course, there are other functions in our body that make sure that it, it stays within there. So you can be in Siberia where it is 30 degrees minus or 40 degrees minus and you keep your temperature. Of course, you have to keep yourself warm. <laughs> Or you can be around here where it's 40 degree heat, okay? It's very hot and you still, you know, you keep your temperature on the same level. 
God has made it wonderfully well, okay? And water is one of the agents that God is using to accomplish that. So water helps to convert food into energy, okay? If you have no water inside of your body, you can eat and it will not help you, okay? So water is required so that you can, you know, uh, get the, extract the, the nutrients from within the food that you are going to take. Water cushions our joints, okay? You know, we have got so many different joints in our body and water keeps them, you know, going. Otherwise, it would be rusty, okay? It would make noise, you know, like a car which has got no lubrication. Okay, you know that, isn't it? So, thank God, God has given us lubrication, okay? Water is giving us the lubrication we need. You know, everything is moving nicely. And God has done this because he has given us the water, okay? Water carries oxygen to our cells because every cell in our body needs to remain alive, okay? And, and, and water carries the oxygen to the, to the cells inside of our body in order to keep us well. You know, water protects our vital organs inside of our body. And whatever I said in the natural is true in the spiritual sense as well. So whatever the natural water does in our body, that's what the water of life does in our spirit. Okay? We need the water of life. And that's why God sent his angel to give John a revelation of the water of life. Okay? We are not understanding the water of life in the natural, from our natural perspective, in the natural understanding. We can only understand it because it's a revelation that God gives to us. Okay? And so God says the angel, the, the, the Revelation 22 says, the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal. Okay? Now, we also know that water must be clean, isn't it? You know, dirty water can make you more sick instead of more healthy. We know that waterborne diseases belong to the biggest uh, disease burden, especially in Africa, okay? You know, waterborne diseases like cholera and, uh, you know, typh typhoid and all of, all of these uh, diseases which are there, uh, they, they are very dangerous, you know? When we drink dirty things, it will have an effect. Okay, where there is not, not very clean water. You see children growing up in an environment where there is not, not very clean water. And they, they seem to tolerate it. But that's a fallacy, it's not really true. You know, I've taken picture when we were drilling uh, boreholes in different villages of open wells and they drink, and they drink from that water. You can see if, even with your naked eye, it's dirty. And they drink from that water. And you think, oh, it's okay. They are, they, they are just used to it. Let me tell you, you can't get used to dirty water. Okay? Dirty water will sooner or later make you sick. Maybe you, you are sick and you don't even realize it. So we need clean water. Okay? And the Bible tells us that that living water is clear as crystal. Okay? It is healthy water. It is water that flows 
from God himself, from the throne of the living God. And that is the kind of uh, nourishment, the kind of uh, uh, life flow that we require. Okay? So this water of life is clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. So in other words, God is providing for us constantly, every day, 24 hours every day, throughout our lifetime, you know, from the time of our creation up to the time when finally he will call us to be with him, God provides the stream of living water. This is powerful. Okay, God never lets this river run dry. And it's flowing from the very throne of God. So whatever is in God, that's what God wants us to, to, to what, what God wants us to be filled with, okay? The, the, the nutrients of God, the wisdom of God, the righteousness of God, the love of God, all of the things of God, they will come to us through that flow of living water, okay? That comes through the word of God, okay? The Bible says if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. Okay? The same is true if you drink sparingly, you also will not have much to, 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 to of an output at all. Okay? So we need to have a greater input. And the good thing is, you know, the amount of water in, in this world, the amount of water uh, will always remain the same. Okay? Now, not of this world. Very interesting, isn't it? Do you know that there's only about, you know, out of the, the whole amount of water, only about three or less than three percent is drinking water. Everything else is salty water, which we cannot drink it. It's actually a habitat for the, for the, for the fish and, and a lot of other creatures inside, okay? But the three percent of water is sufficient to keep the millions and the billions of people alive every single day. Imagine. This is amazing. Now, we must understand that there is no shortage in God of living water, okay? He will give you freely, you know, freely you have received, the Bible says, and that's why freely should also give. So God gives us freely from the source of living water, and that living water has got power to bring transformation. Just like scripture says, it will flow down the center of Main Street. Now this is a picture, and we, we, we may not fully understand the, the implications of, of, of that vision that God was giving uh, to John. So he says, you know, this water flows from the, from the throne of God, the Father and the Lamb of God, Christ. Okay, it flows down the Main Street, and the, the Main Street is also again a picture of Christ. Okay, and then on both sides of the stream, there are trees of life. Okay, again, the tree of life is a picture of Christ. So everything that we see in this picture talks about Christ. Okay, talks about the availability of the river and the life of God for all of us. On each side of the river grew a tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruits, okay? Now, if you, if you take this to our natural world, you know, we have got 12 months 
in a year, that means every, every month you have, a, you have a harvest. Every, every month. And you know, this is the, the wonderful thing. You know, the, the water, the source of water of life is not following the natural cycle of, of, of you know, you are supposed to flow and The, the vision continues with the, uh, with the revelation that the leaves will be used for medicine to heal the nations, okay? What it really means is, is that the, the people will remain healthy. They will not become sick, okay? Okay, there is, there is uh, a medicine that you take when you are sick, but then you can also do some good preparations so that you don't get sick, isn't it? And you know, the water of life is keeping you from getting sick. And so there is a, there's an outflow from God that keeps you from falling sick, okay? So there will be a fresh crop every month. The leaves are used for medicine to heal the nations and there will be no longer any curse upon anything for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there and his servants will worship him. Now, of course, this is a picture that is given to us in a way that we can understand it, okay? It speaks of a, a, a spiritual dimension that is far beyond our natural understanding. But what it just tells us is that there is so much energy, there is so much power, there is so much health, there is so much strength in that flow of the living water that God wants us to partake of. Okay, so God wants us to have a clear understanding, a clear revelation of the river of life. Okay, many of us need more this, more that, you know, and, and this is what people are ordering their life upon. But the reality is, you know, what you need most is the resource of God that flows into your life from the throne of God. This is what really makes us strong. This is what you know, gives us strength and healthy health. That is what, what, what fulfills the purpose for our life in this earth. This is why we are here. So we, we, we don't need most of these things that we think we need. Of course, Jesus says, if you seek first the kingdom of God, then he will add all of these things to you as well, okay? So don't worry about the things, but worry about the flow from the living God, the throne of God the spring of living water, Jesus himself. Now, because we have often a misguided understanding of what we need, okay? Uh, let me just, let me just uh, point to that. You know, many people think they need a breakthrough in their life. They need a mansion. They need a car. You know, they need... Uh, a miracle from God. You know, whatever they, they, they may describe this miracle to be. And, 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 you know, some churches, they are so busy with all of these things. And meanwhile, they are missing what is most important. Okay? Because most important is that we are receiving that resource of God flowing into our lives every single day. You know, we often miss what is paramount. Why do we miss that, you know? Often we, we, we put it aside because God said, you know, I've given you life for free. And we, we think we have to 
We have to jump through loops and, 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 and fulfill certain conditions in order to get uh, certain, certain goodies that we want. But God has given us his water of life for free. And this is paramount for each and every one of us to understand. So we can never live up to the calling of God that we, we are meant to reach in life unless we are able to find that source of water inside of us. This is paramount for all of us. So water is a daily necessity, so is the word of God for all of us. Like I said earlier on, you know, uh, two liters a day is recommended for an adult person. Uh, that is what we should drink every day, okay? Quantified, maybe put it aside in the morning and, 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 and see whether you can finish it during the day, okay? But we should also have thirst and hunger for the word of God, for the righteousness of God. study, But every day, okay? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Amen? You will not be filled if you're not thirsty. Okay, and that really can be a problem. So Jesus came to that, wall, uh, to that well with... Uh, uh, in, in Samaria, you know, in, in the Samaritan area, and he, he found that woman at the well, okay, in John chapter 4. And he begins to talk to her, which, of course, this woman was uh, a bit perplexed because Jewish people didn't talk to Samaritans because Samaritans were mixed. They were not pure Jewish. And so, you know, the, the, the Jewish people kept themselves away from the Samaritans. And so Jesus turns to this lady and says, can you give me a drink? I mean, this lady came to draw water at the heat of the day, about noontime, when it was, of course, not uh, very uh, regular for people to go out to draw water because that was the hottest time of the day. But she went there because probably she was not in such good relationship with the people of her village, okay? So this woman hears Jesus talk to her, and she begins an argument with him. Okay? She, she begins to talk to him and says, how do you, you know, a Jewish man, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Okay? Is, isn't that irregular? In other words. And of course, she has got other arguments. Along the story, you will see that she says, you know, uh, That, that drink, you know, that you want, <laughs> you know, I, I, in fact, she never even gave him that drink. Do you know that? She never, she never did. She was asked for a drink, but she did, never delivered. Then Jesus turns around and he says, speaking, who, and who is it that is speaking to you? You would ask me and I would give you living water. Okay, so Jesus ended her argument and he says, you know, you don't want to give me your water from the well there, but I can give you that water. You would ask me if you would know who I am. Okay? Then she argues again, and she said, but sir, you don't have a rope, you don't have a bucket, and the well is deep. Okay? 
Later on, we hear that that well was, uh, was uh, inherited from Jacob, okay? So that well is deep. It's not one of these shallow wells. It's a deep well. Okay, so how are you going to get water? Where you would you get this living water? Now, she doesn't understand what Jesus is talking about. Now, she thinks about the water inside the well. Jesus thinks about the living water that comes from the throne of God, that comes through his word, okay? Then she says, and besides, do you think, do you, do you think you are greater than our ancestor, Jacob, who has given us that well? So in other words, who do you think you are? Okay, you are claiming to give me living water. You know, when we have been drinking from the water from our father, Jacob, all along, now you come along and says, I give you living water. Who do you think you are? That's the argument this lady had, okay? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? Okay, so Jacob enjoyed the water, his animals enjoyed the water, all his family enjoyed that water. We are enjoying that water up to today. So what better can you give? What better thing can you offer? Very interesting, isn't it, water? will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I will give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Okay, now that sounded good to the lady, okay? And she turns around and says, please, sir, give me that water. Then I will not be thirsty again, and I won't have to come here to get water, okay? Very good argument, eh? So I don't have to sweat here, come at the middle of the day, and, 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 and pull. Now, as the conversation goes on, Jesus asks her, okay, do you have a husband? She said, no, I don't have a husband. And Jesus said, okay, you, you, have, you have told the truth. Because you have had five of them, and the one you are with now, the one you are with now is not your husband. Okay, and all of a sudden, this woman is beginning to, to wonder, what, what, is, what a kind of a man is this? Okay? So you understand, the, the water of life can go into the depths of our being. The water of life deals with things that are deep hidden inside of every one of us. And when this woman hears what Jesus is saying, she turns around and she says, now I know you're a prophet. And not only is she, is she getting excited that Jesus is a prophet, she even runs to the village now and preaches to the very people she avoids to say, come, find out whether this is not a Messiah. Because now she has received that living water. You understand? That water that brought her the kind of uh, life and nourishment that she never had. She only saw things in the natural. She didn't saw the, see them in the spiritual realm at all. And so, brothers and sisters, you know, God is able to give us what we require deep inside of our hearts and our life. And the very interesting thing is that Jesus says this is living water, okay, that will become a source within you. 
go back to that quickly again. Jesus says, but those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh and bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. So in other words, if you receive, you will not be only a recipient, but you will also become a giver. That means you will become a life source yourself. You know, when, when you receive from the throne of God, and of course, you know, this is important for us to understand that we need to have a constant connection to the throne of God, to the river of life. That's when we also will be able to be a source of life. In the book of uh, John chapter 7, verse 37, Jesus tells us uh, the, the, same, the same truth. We read from verse 37, the Bible says, On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. If anyone is thirsty, brothers and sisters, are you thirsty? Are you hungry for the righteousness of God? Are you desiring more than anything else to have the resource of God flowing, you know, in... in, in in, in great quantities into your life. Not just trickles, not just trips, drops, but, but, but really as a flow. And so Jesus says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. You know, that's an invitation. And we should never miss out on that invitation. You know, once and again, time and again, God gives us that invitation. And today I'm very confident that God is giving us that invitation because he wants us to enjoy the flow of living water in our lives. In a new way, in a fresh way. <clears throat> then he says, whoever believes, <clears throat> whoever believes in me, as scripture says, Streams of living water will flow from within him. <clears throat> now, this is important. So Jesus says, <clears throat> whoever believes in me as scripture has said. Scripture is the word, isn't it? If you tap into the scriptures, you tap into the well. You tap into the spring of living water. Okay, if you tap into the spring of living water, you are not going to be just a consumer, but you are going to be a giver. You know, you are going to become a well on your own. And this is what God desires for all of us to be. You know, too many of us, we are just consumers. And there's nothing wrong with consuming because Jesus says, you know, uh, ask and you shall be given. But we must receive the life flow of God that will be turning into a life spring, you know, for others as well. And, and, and this is what he says. Whosoever believes in me, as scripture says, streams of living water will flow from within him. You see, if you receive that water, that living water of God, you will become a source of water. And you know, there, are, there is so much need in our world today. Okay, you hear of uh, people uh, who are suicidal. You know, many have committed suicide. And people are talking about the spirit of suicide in our, in our nation. And it's not just in our nation, it's all over the world. Okay, you hear about 
broken relationships. You hear about so many challenges which are there. And you see, the source of problems is that we are not having access to the stream of living water. What we need is access to the things of God. Okay? As long as we don't have access to the things of God, we are going to miss out. And so, brothers and sisters, every one of us must become a source of living water to be able to nourish others, to be able to be an answer to needs that are around us, that people are experiencing in their lives. You are the answer to the world. Okay? Jesus only came once. And he came to do what no human being could do. That was to lay down his life and die for us, shed his blood for us, and then went back to the Father. But since that time, he wants to work through all of us. Okay? He wants us to experience that living water inside of our soul and our body and our spirits. Okay? Just like we need a natural water, just like this natural water keeps our bodies going, so the spiritual water, the, the, the living water, the word of God, keeps our spirit alive and active and strong. Okay? You know, if you are always tired, then something is not okay. You know, one, one of the reasons for being tired is that you are not having enough water. Maybe you are dehydrated. Maybe you're worn out, okay? So you need to make sure that you get enough hydration. And that is true for, on, on the spiritual front as well. So God is desiring to see us being flourishing, 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 you know, with the, with the wonderful flow of God. In the book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 32, uh, this is one of the scriptures I really, I really love. It has uh, really touched me so much. You know, Paul is uh, speaking to people in Ephesus or people from Ephesus. He called the elders together. He was on the way to Rome, and he knew that he would never meet these people anymore, okay? He knew that this was probably the very last time that he would see them. Then he tells them, Something very, very important. He says, now I commit you to God and the word of his grace. The word of his grace is the stream of living water. Okay? I commit you to God and the word of his grace, which can build you up. And in other words, what, what uh, Jesus is saying, or what Paul is saying here, uh, Paul is saying, the word of God will be able to accomplish things in your life that you cannot accomplish on your own. Okay? That word will be able to build you. Because in that word, there is grace being carried. Okay? So the water that you see, you know, if you take a glass of water, like my water here, you know, it looks very ordinary, isn't it? Mo many people don't like uh, water like that. They, they always want to put some sugar inside. They always want to color it a little bit so that it gets uh, some little flavor. And to be honest with you, I, I did that. I used to do that. But in the meantime, you know, I have actually become 
convinced that the best water is that water. You, you can look through it, you don't even see anything special. And yet that water is special to your body. Anything else, the sugar that you are adding, the, the flavor that you are adding, it may actually do you harm somewhere in your body. But this water does not do you any harm. This water is building you up. You, you may say, but this is too plain. You know, there's nothing inside. Well, you know, there are certain things that are hidden from our eyes, but they are very important. And that is true for the Word of God. You know, some people are saying, it is too boring to read the Word of God. Already I know it. No, you don't know it. <laughs> in fact, none of us really knows the Word of God in its fullness. Okay, that's why God says we should not just read it, but we should be students of the Word. We should deeper, get deeper into the Word. And you know, as the Word of God is finding room inside of our life, it will do amazing things that we don't understand. Just like this water, once it goes into my body, it does all these things I've been telling you earlier on, okay? It keeps me lubricated, okay? It keeps me uh, healthy, it keeps me strong. It, it, it makes my, my body uh, energetic, okay? Without water, you'll dry out. And so we, we may not see the value of it from the outside, but the value is huge and amazing because it is keeping us alive, okay? Water is life. Water on other planets, and we, we really don't have a clue about that. Uh, on Mars, of course, where people are trying to wonder whether we can make an outpost for mankind, uh, there is almost no water, or if there is water, it is kept in maybe ice caps or something like that, maybe deep or underground, but on the surface, there's no water. And even if there would be water, nobody knows whether it's, it's healthy or it's deadly, okay? Now, you know, water can uh, be contaminated. And the people of Israel, they had a constant struggle when they came out of Egypt uh, to have the right water. Sometimes they came to a, to a place and there was water, but it was bitter. It was contaminated. And so uh, there were so many miracles that God did on behalf of the people of Israel to always give them fresh water. At one time, he provided water for them even from the rock, okay? And of course, that's a picture. The Bible tells us in the New Testament uh, that uh, the rock was Christ, okay? So God provides us with fresh and living water. You see, now many people think this is not interesting enough, okay? You talk about water, what is water? You know, water is so ordinary. And yet, the ordinary things keep us alive. You know, if you have a latest blockbuster movie and everybody is running to watch the blockbuster movie, you can live without that, you know? Do you know that? But you cannot live with what is ordinary. You know, some people think, oh, now this is important, this is important. You know, there are so many things which we, are, which we are trying to attach great importance in our life. Meanwhile, these things are completely irrelevant. Okay? Most of the things that we are getting very interesting in, you know, uh, interested in today, like, like uh, entertainment makes a lot of money, and even in Zambia now, it makes more and more money, okay? And probably you are wasting a lot of time in front of your TV set or whatever, 
you know, because you think I need, I need to watch this thing, okay? Last time they didn't finish the thing, so next time you have to watch it again, and next time you have to watch it again. And of course, you, you must understand they make these, these soap operas in such a way that they hook you and keep you there, and you waste your money. You understand? Whether you like it or not, that's up to you, you know, but, but there are things which are looking so ordinary, and you say, ah, that one I don't need, you know? And yet, this is what you really need. This is life. Okay? You can live with a lot of, without a lot of things that the world today attaches great importance to. But you cannot live without water. You cannot live without the lights, the sunshine. You know, you cannot live without oxygen. These are basics. And God has provided all of them for us. So as we receive, you know, we can also give. And, and, and you know, this is, this is of great importance. Let us never forget that. You know, let us never forget that we must carry life. And that's why, you know, if you are in entertainment, you know, produce things that make sense. You know, produce things that carry life. You know, if you want to hook people, hook them for the gospel. Hook them for the word of God. Don't hook them for nonsense. Okay? But hook them for something that at least at the end of the day they say, ah, this was good. You know, now I have encouragement again. You know, much of the, much of the social media today puts a lot of pressure on people. Okay? Because everybody is trying to show, lift themselves. And, and you know, a lot of people are going on completely overwhelmed. In fact, there are studies going on about, about uh, the suicide rate that which has gone up because especially young people have been hooked on Instagram and, and have been committing suicide as a result of what, what scrap is being thrown at them. You understand? So social media, it may have its value. Okay, I'm also having a Facebook account, but I'm rarely going there to, to watch it. Okay, I've got somebody who helps me to do that. I'm not, you know, I don't want to waste my time on, on that. Please, we are wasting so much of our time on things that are secondary or even, you know, not important whatsoever. And we are missing out on what is most important. You know, very often you hear the argument, I don't have time. I don't have time. That's a lie. We all have time. Okay? Every one of us, every one of us has got 24 hours every day. Can you say you don't have time? Is God cutting six hours from your day? No, it's actually our own prioritizing that we are losing some of that money, some of that time, okay? So we are prioritizing things that do not really have a benefit in our lives. And if you are prioritizing, uh, uh, you know, social media, you will spend an hour, two hours, three hours, maybe more than that, and it will actually have no effect on your life. And then you say, I don't have time to study the word of God. I don't have time for the water of life. So we are hungry, you know, and, and, and of course, you know, social media is keeping you hooked. 
And that's why I've stopped it, you know, uh, in my own life, you know, because you, 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 watch, you just want to check your messages and then, you know, uh, all of a sudden you find yourself on a video page and there's somebody is making fun of, of, of stuff and you laugh and laugh and then you go to something else and again it's interesting and then they show you some, some latest achievements in, in, in development and you say, ah, oh, it's very interesting. And before you know it, you have wasted an hour and you have not learned anything. Okay, maybe I've been laughing, maybe I've been saying, oh, yeah, that was interesting, but in reality, you have not really built your life. You understand? Because these things do not build your life. Very often, you come even with, uh, with uh, a heavy heart and clasp your fist and say, well, next time I get you, you know, I'll, I'll see what I do, you know? And, and, and this is sad, you know, this is not what we are supposed to do. I'm not against social media, you understand? But we need to prioritize our lives. We need to make sure that we are not wasting our lives and not saying that we, are don't, we don't have time. No, God has given us time. Okay? And remember, when we are receiving the life flow of God's resources into our lives, then we will not just be recipients. We will not just, it will not just disappear inside of us, but it will flow back again and will become a blessing to other people around us. So God has called us to be a source of life in our world around us, okay? Bring nourishment to the people around you. Bring life, bring encouragement to people around you. You know, let's, let's separate ourselves from some of these unnecessary things in this world that will depress us when in fact God is here to encourage us every single day. When God gives us the life of God flowing from the throne of God, crystal clear every day, 24 hours, throughout the year, every single day. Isn't that powerful? Life is available for us, but it is only going to come to those who are thirsty, okay? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. If you are not developing a good thirst, you will not get it, you will not be filled, okay? So let's deal with our lack of thirst of the living water, the word of God, okay? Ask yourself, why am I not thirsty for God? Why am I thirsty for so many other things but not for the things of God? It shows that there is a misplacement of priorities in our life, okay? So make sure that you take a piece of paper, write down all the things that you think are important and then prioritize them and then put the most important things right on the top. And if other things miss the reason of us, okay? That's why Jesus says, blessed. And this, you know, I've said this before, these uh, scriptures, the Beatitudes, the, the, the first part of the Sermon of the Mount are, is the first address that Jesus made to the people when he came to start his ministry, okay? And he tells us, blessed are those, blessed are those, okay? Blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. So develop hunger, okay? Develop thirst. You know, how do you develop hunger? You know, when you are going window shopping 
and uh, you, you may not have uh, the money, but you are going to a window shop and you're looking at the nice goods in the, in, the, in the window, and you go there every day. You become hungry. You understand? Every day you become more hungry. And you, you say, I, I need to find the money to get it. Okay? Now, what you must do is not go window shopping, but go looking at scripture. Okay? Learn to study scripture. Learn to go deeper in the word. And go and look at it every day and you will be surprised that there is much more in the word. You know, I mean, if you're just reading over it, you can read maybe a, a passage of scripture in two or three minutes. But if you are taking time to meditate, you know, maybe to study the background, then you will be able to see things that you have never seen before. Okay? During these studies which we had in the last few days, we looked at the, the, the book of Second Corinthians, and I believe we have seen things, even so we just spent time only in this passage of uh, scriptures from Second Corinthians 3, 4, uh, and then later on 10, 11. You know, we spent time and we looked at that, and we were able to see a lot of things that came out. You know, those who were studying the scriptures amongst the, the Jewish uh, um, teachers of the law, you know, uh, and, and there, were, there are many, many good teachers of the law. You know, don't think there were only bad ones because you read uh, some of them were not good during the time of Jesus. They would look at one particular word, maybe for an hour, I've never seen before. Maybe for a long time, until finally something jumps at them. And they understand things they have never seen before. Because you see, this word is not like any other book. I'm sure you have some books at home. You read them and you know the content and they may excite you, but even if you think uh, you have to read them again, it's still the same content, okay? I remember there was one particular book. It was getting me so excited and I, 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 I I really run through the book to the very end because I wanted to, to really consume the whole thing. Of course, some people are clever. They want to go to the last pages and read what is there. Uh, that is not what I'm saying, you know. Read the book, okay? And so, because it was so exciting, I, I decided I will read it again. And I started reading again, okay? But I ended it about 20, 30 pages into the book and I said, ah, but I know it. There's nothing new to it, you understand? This is the word of somebody, okay, and, and, and it, it will remain the same. Not so with the word of God, okay? When you study the word of God, you can read it today, you can read it tomorrow, you can read it for 10 years, and even if you come after 11 years, you find something fresh, something new, because this is the living word of God. In this word, the spirit of God lives. In this word, there is love, there is life, there is light. You know, in this word, there is a flow of living water that comes to us constantly. And that's why we must, you know, develop a, a pattern of studies. We must develop a way of going deeper into scripture so that we receive what God has for us. Okay? We are privileged to come to the throne of God. Even today we are having the throne of God. The Lord in front of us 
And you know, this is a privilege for us to be coming to the throne of God. Because from the throne of God flows his life. Flows that living stream of water. He is the spring of living water. You know, a spring is the origin of a thing, isn't it? That's where everything comes from. And Christ is the spring of living water. Okay, he is the living word. He is our strength, our hope, our, our source of overcoming. Okay, in him we, have, we are more than conquerors. We can have victory because he is the source of life. And so today I want to encourage you, you know, uh, as we come to partake of the table of the Lord, let us understand God has got such great treasures for all of us. In the book of 2 Corinthians yesterday, we studied that we have this treasure, okay? That treasure that comes from God in jars of clay. We are just human beings, but God has decided to fill us with his wonderful source of life, okay? So there are streams of living water flowing. Let them not pass you by, okay? Develop that thirst and that hunger for God's resource, for God's righteousness. And Jesus says, you will be filled. Okay? You will be filled. In Revelation 22 verse 16, Jesus is saying, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I'm both the source of David and the heir of his, to his throne. I'm the bright morning star. <clears throat> the spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, drink freely from the water of life. God will not force any one of us, but he offers to us. Okay. God is not going to force you into a way of life that you don't want. And of course, that's why we, we see what is happening in our world. Because people want to live their own lives in their own fashion. But those who are developing a thirst and a hunger for God, those of us who are, who are receiving that offer of Christ and take it, will see tremendous transformation happening in our life. In him, we live we move, we have our being, okay? It's the water of life. It flows into each and every one of us and it bears great and wonderful fruit in our lives. So we need the word. The word it's in its completion, in its entirety, okay? And that's the reason why Every Sunday, I take time to read some of the passages of scriptures because we need the whole word. Okay, Jesus says, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that is proceeding from the mouth of God. By every word. Okay? Not just something that is butchered. Okay? Today, we have got a lot of motivational speakers. They just pick up one cherry in the, from the Bible and then they talk about it for, for as long as they want and, and, and they don't give you the whole context. No, that is not how you grow. That is how you're becoming dull. Okay, that's what the Bible says. We need to live by every word. 
that proceeds from the mouth of God. Okay? Maybe you have got some favorite scripture and every time you are feeling maybe discouraged, you go back to the favorite scripture and fine, that's okay. But, but I want to tell you, you must read this, the, the word in, in its, its entirety. Okay? Even the scriptures you have never read, you know, read them. You say, but it's hard, it's difficult. You know, I know myself, you know, when I was a, a, a teenager and I started reading, really understanding what the Bible is for. So I read, okay, I like the stories about uh, the different things that happened in the Old Testament. And then I came to Jeremiah. Okay, and Jeremiah was a difficult book. And eventually, that's when I retired my Bible, and this is, I think this is too hard for me. <laughs> but you need to even read the book of Jeremiah, okay? You need to read the book of Lamentation, okay? You need to read the book of Job, okay? God has tailored his word according to the needs that we have in our life. Even not just the, the sweet stuff, the mountaintop stuff. But every word, that's what Jesus says. You know, when the devil tempted Jesus, he said to him, you know, because the devil said, turn this, this uh, stone into bread. And Jesus said, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not required to do anything. I'm depending on the word, okay? I depend on my father. And this is what we must understand. We must depend on our father in heaven. We must depend on our the, the Father's gift to us, which is Jesus Christ, okay? And he says, man does not live by bread alone. Okay, there are a lot of things that you can be describing as bread in this world, but we need every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, okay? So don't just pick some cherries from the scriptures, but read the scripture as a whole, God has given us the Bible. He has not given us a collection of some verses, but he has given us the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And we need to live by that word which has proceeded from the mouth of God and which is still doing its work in everyone who is able to listen. May God bless you. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, we are so grateful for this wonderful opportunity for us to be in your presence. Lord, we are reminded to look at our priorities in life, to make the right kind of choices that are going to make us healthy and strong and that make us to be a blessing to others around us. So Lord Jesus, reveal to us once again this source of living water, the spring of living water, this, this river of life that flows from your throne every day, that is bringing us nourishment, that is bringing us encouragement, that is giving us the ability to overcome the strengths to face even the most difficult times and win the battles that we are confronted with. So Lord Jesus, we commit ourselves into your hands. And I pray, Lord, give us a hunger. 
give us a thirst for righteousness, the righteousness of God. Give us a hunger and a thirst for the, for the values that you have provided for us. And let us be able to become that stream of living waters in the lives of people who are without hope, people who are living around us, who don't see a way forward for themselves anymore. Lord Jesus, like you have said, those who believe in you, as scripture says, they will be able to see a stream of living water flow from within them. And your spirit will do mighty and wonderful things in their lives. And let this happening happen to each and every one of us, Lord. Let us not waste our time with unnecessary things. But Lord, let us be able to build our lives. Lord, let us be able to see the inheritance that you have provided for us through your wonderful and mighty word. We give you praise and we say thank you for this life-giving stream of life in Jesus' name. And everyone say amen. Amen. It's our privilege now to come to the table of the